Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Who do New Orleans? Coming to you live. Come on in, come on in. The fire is hot, the water is a boiling. It's time to put something in the pot. Come on in, come on in. See an indeed. Yeah. 
in this beautiful, historic, most enchanted, and some would say most haunted city in America, New Orleans, Louisiana, land of my ancestors, my great-grandparents, my big parents and them, along with the life-giving herbs, roots, plants, rituals, spirits, and minerals as they are passed down through our lineage, through our culture, through our tradition, through our histories. And, and yes, beloved Denise Augustine, through our sacred stories, please visit us at www.OurSacredStories for your tour plus experience, reservations, appointments, and information. All is truly and indeed a blessing. I am full <laughs> today, um, as I often am, and, and I never know exactly what to say or where to go or where to start. I just know that at some point, spirit kicks in. At, at some point, nature kicks in, and we always manage to have a powerful show. We always manage to have a, a, a beneficial show. And indeed, we we have an edifying show. Um, Pami, I'm looking at your question. Yeah, they're coming from Facebook. They're coming from YouTube. They're coming from Periscope. We have an audience indeed everywhere. <laughs> um, Keona is in Arkansas. I thought Keona was in California. I, I don't know what's up with the locations, but indeed the comments are coming from social media wherever we're broadcasting. And so people are able to comment and interact and they should be able to see as you should all of the questions um, in their totality. I just had the option of going through and highlighting um, as I do each comment uh, so that people see that, that we're alive here so that people are, are aware that there's a community of people here. And indeed my goal my mission is a revolutionary revival of authentic ATR practice. I like to say voodoo within our community. And understand that, that many people who hold the, the purse strings, many of the people who hold the controls, many of the people who hold the pen, who hold the mouse, who are documenting and telling our story, are putting their slant on our story, are putting their truth on our story. And as I've suggested in previous broadcasts, it's not always in our best interest. Some of the most edifying sites and documents and PDFs and information that I find when I'm searching the motherland by ethnicity, by ethnic group, are often done by overtly religious organizations. And not those that represent ATR, not those that represent the interests, if you will, of the indigenous practice there. And so that's universal, not just here. It is unique to here because, as I've said in, in previous shows over the last decade, in the hierarchy of things, the African-American is often on the lower end of the, of the totem pole when we're talking about culture when we're talking about tradition, when we're talking about finding our roots, you know, we go south of the border and we 
find our groove in Jamaica. We try and get reconnected in, in Brazil. We try and get reconnected in, in Haiti. And indeed, these are our family members. These are our cousins, our brothers and sisters in some cases. Do your homework. Do your bloodline lineage work. That is the power of ancestor work and divination. People want to know why are they calling, why are they coming, why do they show up to the skies platform. It is because of the power and strength of the ancestors, not me, not myself, not little I, but the power and the divine unification that comes through acknowledgement of our ancestors. See, we all have ancestors, and we all come from somewhere. And within that bloodline, within that lineage, we all have gifts, skills, talents, blocks, curses, BS that we need to clean up and, and work through. And each generation has an opportunity to attack it. Each generation has an opportunity to heal it, to fix it, to, to repair it, to ensure that it does not continue on after us. So it requires, like we talked on our last show, a mindset that goes beyond the present moment, that goes beyond our meeting our current needs in this present moment in time space. We are indeed connected to the future. We are indeed connected to the past. We are indeed operating in the time spectrum, in the time continuum right now in this divine moment in time space. So we all have an opportunity to create and recreate a reality that mirrors our image. Listen, they're going to shut you down. They're going to keep you quiet. They're going to pretend like you don't exist. They're not going to acknowledge who you are. Listen, I'm a truth teller. Take it in. Absorb it. They're not going to be willing to fix it. They're not going to be willing to heal it. They're not going to be willing to repair it, particularly if it's in your interest. We don't live in that kind of world. So you've got to go higher. You've got to dig deeper. Spirit people, practitioners, healers, readers, you've got to go deeper. And you've got to be willing to do this work for an, an absolute cause. Love is an absolute cause. The ancestors is, is an absolute cause. The universe and nature is an absolute cause. We've got to grow beyond just feeding our flesh, just feeding what's most immediate. And understand, this is by design. It's in our food. It's in how we live. It's in our housing. It's in, in the structure of our, our work schedules and in our educational system. This is indeed by design. And we look at who we are, black, white, I said I was going to stop doing that. African-Americans, European-Americans, Indigenous-Americans, Asian-Americans, when we look at who we are, look, look at the diseases, the Western diseases that our Asian community develops once they sink into Western thought, once they buy into it wholesale, once they become Americans. Once they become just like us. And so we are by far consumers. Consumers. I'm not just talking about what you buy at the grocery store. I'm not just talking about what you watch or don't watch. 
in terms of advertisement, whether it's on TV or on the internet or in social media, et cetera, they've gotten real crafty at it now. It's in your Instagram, it's in your Twitter, it's, it's everywhere. But we are indeed viewed as, seen as consumers, consumers by the majority of the rest of the world. What we have passes through our hands, passes through our coffers, passes through our communities, and goes right back out to feed someone else's community, someone else's idea, someone else's vision of God, of what the world is, of what life is. So those of us who identify with ATR, those of us who identify with voodoo and, and hoodoo and, and root work and pecan and fun and et cetera, have to translate that into our demonstration. And your demonstration is what you know, what you understand, what you believe, what you think you believe and understand, and how you process your experience. That shows up in your demonstration. It doesn't require a sign. It doesn't require a label. It doesn't require a bullhorn. You know, it's often right there on the front. And we live in a society that's trying to whitewash the front, remove the front, make the front look a very unique and specific, what is it, eugenic, <laughs> a very specific way. And it often don't include me. It often does not include you. Often embrace the truth. Walk through the fire that is the truth. Now, the hope is in your ability to create and recreate. The hope resides in your ability to be that change, to be the difference, to refuse to be silenced, to refuse to be ignored, to, to refuse to be unheard. After God, there is Dibia. I, I introduced that to the audience uh, the last show. After God, there is Dibia. And that's a, a popularized spiritual phraseology in Igbo culture and in Igbo spirituality and tradition. And so for those, my new listeners, we're talking about the mystics, the mediators, the healers, those who operate in between the human world and the spirit world, our scribes, our teachers, our diviners, our advisors. And I, I do say our entertainers to some degree, your poets, your lyricists, your musicians and your singers. Often our children pick up those songs, those rhythms, whatever's on the radio. They learn that before they learn the periodic table. They learn that before they grasp French or, or Spanish, you know, and, and so it's innate in us to respond to vibration. It is innate in us to respond to rhythm. It is innate in us to respond to patterns. And so an old mentor of mine back in the day used to say, the man without a plan, a man without a plan is always subject to someone else's plan. A woman without a plan is always subject to someone else's plan. Have your own plan, but then recreate and create the reality that, that mirrors that mirrors your best interest. 
Denise is asking, what's a proper altar and do you mix? And how many individual ones did you need? What are y'all talking about? Uh, okay, one Wapani. Denise, I need you to clarify that or I need somebody to help me to understand what I missed in the chat as it relates to that question. Help me out, Denise, because you're usually... Come on in, beloved. Get that camera together. Come on in. <laughs> um, and, and I'll come back to that. I'm just confused about what you're asking me exactly. Um, Arisha and Irumole. Hmm. Um, Wapani. Pull that back in. Pull that back in a little bit, boo. Pull that back in. Um, call me on that. We'll, we'll discuss that. Okay. <laughs> call me on that. The Irumale are the primordial. They created everything. They they existed before existence itself, if you will. Arisha show up in nature. And, and, and are a party to and are connected to nature, the river, the ocean, the earth, you know, a particular plant, particular tree. So in the most simplest way of, of explaining it to a global worldwide audience is Orisha are found in nature. And there is no voodoo without Nature. There is no fa without nature. There is no ifa or afa or fa without nature. And so that's where Orisha show up. Orisha are also said to be uh, created, birthed by humanity. So we elevate Shango as an example of, of a human Shango, third king of Oyo, who then went on to be elevated. To, to the realm of ancestors and then ultimately to, to the realm of Orisha. So we're talking about nature and humanity as it develops a sense of mastery, if you will, over its own nature. And Orumale would be your ancient one, would be your, your divine, all-blessed creators who create and recreate uh, all reality, if you will. Greetings, beloved Carmen Santiago. I want y'all to get to know these people now. One Wapani is a is a powerful book author. She's also my blood sister. We share a mother. Okay. Uh, Carmen Santiago is my uh, bilingual fluent assistant, and you will be seeing more and hearing more from Carmen Santiago as we move forward. Greetings, beloved. And of course. Uh, Keona D. Carter is our professional expert group moderator. She's our concierge in, in the virtual space. <laughs> greetings, greetings. Um, Denise, who might be a cousin? Girl, your, your comments are coming in. Um, so, I, I, I'm Carter, uh, Keona, and I'm related oh. to Carter's from Arkansas. Oh, okay. Yes, you don't. You never know. And that's why I strongly suggest ancestor work in divination. And, and, and just as importantly, getting that DNA done. 
listen, I'm open to discussion of DNA, good and bad and ugly. I know there's a lot of conspiracies out there about DNA, and, and I really don't silence anyone's opinion, if you will, uh, about not just DNA, but, but any topic. I don't expect people to always uh, agree with me. Uh, I just lead with the understanding that I'm firm on DNA. I, I don't have a problem with the conspiracies, whatever they might be. And, 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 and indeed, if my DNA, you know, is being used, copied, you know, manipulated in, in some way, if that becomes public knowledge, if we can document that, okay, I might take a different position. But right now, God bless Henrietta Lacks. Um, the ancestors indeed will bring divine retribution on those who violated her, who took advantage of her who did not give her or, or her lineage their just due. And so that will be worked out. But I'm more concerned. Greetings, beloved neophyte Bokor. I'm more concerned about our utilizing this information for our best interest, and particularly in reconnecting the DNA strand, reconnecting Jacob's ladder, if you will, reconnecting our lineage. And it's been said over and over again, you know, Erica Badu made a song about it. You know, they don't know their language. They don't know their language. They don't know their gods. They take what they're given, even though it's ours. Y'all know that song. Um, somebody will pull out the name of that song, you know. And we've accepted that we've been severed from our roots. We've been severed from our past. And in that mind fuck. We've also accepted that we then require someone outside of ourselves to validate us. Someone outside of ourselves to make us whole. When that power, that energy, that skill, that ability exists right within us, all we need to do is choose to bring it together. All we need to do is choose to acknowledge it and be willing to do that work. We are growing a community based on ancestral work and divination, based on people acknowledging their ancestors. We are growing our community, those who choose to move beyond their ancestors and indeed have a desire and a calling for and, and a connection to conjure, hoodoo, root work, and all the vast disciplines and, and, and cultural distinctions that exist within the Pan-African, Trans-African diaspora. Denise, beloved, did you have a question? I did. Um, I'm, I'm indicated about the altars. Um, when you are putting together your ancestral altar, I have a, my mother and my father's sister and brother's altar seat. And so when I'm putting together an altar, um, I can put them all in the same one, right? Yeah. As opposed to if you have an altar for any of the other deities, you want to separate. If you could just elaborate on altars. Um, I will to some degree. Um, okay. Obviously, I'm not. Are you one of my godchildren? I hope I am. No, no. Are you officially one of my godchildren right now? Are we? No, I'm not. 
Okay, are we doing ancestral work in divination? Oh, oh, okay. We gonna cover that. Okay, <laughs> we gonna cover that. But I will say, I will say, people are uh, constructing, putting together, you know, sacred space, and 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 all sacred space is good. All sacred space is useful. Just don't call it authentic to Buddha. Just don't say that it's authentic to, to Yoruba or Ifa or Khan, because then it gets specific. So almost like cooking chicken soup. You know, the Jewish mother might not cook it quite like the Baptist mother might not cook it quite like the Jewish mom from the next block over, quite like the Islamic mom, you know, three, four blocks away. So I don't want to give the impression that, you know, it's either all right or all wrong. We live in a, in a time where we kind of exist in that dynamic and these extreme polarities. I'm either really good or I'm not good. I'm either rich and, and, and highballing or I'm struggling and trying to make it. And, and we don't acknowledge the middle. And I've said before in, in many shows, and I'm still speaking directly to you, Denise, um, as well as the listening audience, I'm here to build and create and birth healers, practitioners. But people who are committed to it, who are serious about it, who are doing this for a living every day. Listen, if you heard me say I was looking for practitioners and readers and you never participated in my show, none of us can identify your name. And then you sent me an email and you expected me to respond right back and say, hey, come on in. You tripping. You tripping. And that's how some of you all are going into your friendships, your partnerships, your love relationship. There's no building of a relationship. And with ATR, and, and I say indigenous practice, there has to be the building of a relationship. These traditions were passed down orally. These traditions were passed down through demonstration. The, the, the modern invention of type and books, and, and now the Internet, it is just that modern, and it brings a whole new level of dimension to this. So there's space for everyone. Let's just be clear about the dynamics. Let's just be clear about what the rules are, because if you are, beloved, operating in a a Celtic system, I I might give different instructions. I, I might say your shrine work needs to be addressed differently. Understand? And so that's why in my house, in doing our ancestor work and divination, we also look at lineage. We also look at bloodlines. We also look at what's standing up in you. Now, often that will mirror your demonstration. For example, you know, as a young one on the street, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, trying to find my way, I gathered things over the years. And I'm talking about before I initiated, before I matured, before I found my space in this. And then after having done ancestral work and divination, having explored myself, I found that some of those components absolutely belong there. 
I found out that absolutely I had a connection to ancient Egypt, for example. Absolutely I have a connection to Western Europe, for example. Scandinavian, to be more specific, if you need to know. Uh, absolutely I have a connection to very specific ethnic groups on the mother continent. And they do show up in our demonstration. It shows up in your hair. It shows up in your food likes and dislikes. Some of you who are doing the 23 and Me know they sent out those periodic surveys and they asked a whole bunch of, you know, seemingly odd questions. You know, how do you respond to cilantro, for instance? You know, and they're trying to document, for my conspiracy theorists, they're trying to keep track of certain patterns that show up in, in particular bloodlines, in particular demonstrations uh, in terms of lineage. But we would want the same thing, you know. We would want the same information, but from a Pan-African, Trans-African, ATR-based perspective. So the value of it cannot be overstated. Uh, yes, Carmen, it's, I agree with you. Big Brother already has your number. Big Brother already has your DNA. <laughs> if you've ever been to the doctor, if you ever had a baby, if you've ever been in the military, you know, if you got all your shots before you went to school, you know, they, they got you, boo. They, they got that already. <laughs> I agree with you, Carmen, and, and I don't live in fear of it either, nor do I live in fear of it in terms of the future you know, what might happen after us, you know, after we've gone, after science and technology has has found its way, you know, and has has evolved. You know, I watched Star Trek. I grew up on Star Trek and Star Trek and Next Generation and Stargate, you know, which is one of my favorite movies, you know. So I get it for those who fear it, but it's not a fear that um, prevents me from from walking out the door. It's not a fear that prevents me from uh, use, utilizing it indeed for our best interest, for our best needs. Um, chicken soup, menudo, gumbo, <laughs> call it what you want, but beloved. Call it what you want. Every family don't do it the same. Every house don't do it the same. But your community might have a flavor. Your family might have a flavor. Your big mama might have passed down, you know, a recipe or two that, that people have, have sought to maintain. But can't nobody cook it like Chef Bougie. Can't nobody cook it like me. Indeed, when you're operating in your real truth, Denise, nobody can cook it like you either. And so there are going to be Ebo. They're going to be sacrificed. That my godmother, may she rest in her room, Mama Yeye used to say, baby, that's your elbow. Now you have to do that work. Now you have to commit to those spirits. It's just often we don't always have the information as to why. I've always been connected to Asia. There was a time as a kid, um, you know, in those last remaining years before I had to leave the house, uh, my whole room was Asian. I even took these white drinking straws and had this little trick and I would weave them together into these oriental lanterns and I would put light colored lights in them and I had a platform bed and I just had this connection 
to Southeast Asia, Burma, India, you know, only to find out that my oldest ancestors are Southeastern Asia. Um, in my teens, I developed, you know, this wandering spirit, this, this sojourner, you know, um, and in that course, um, Sufi music and Sufi culture became a strong component to my dynamic. You know, so at least once a month or so, that's all I can listen to all day. You know, and usually on a Saturday, um, Sufi music. And, and I clean the entire house. I dress my altars, my shrines. You know, I, I meet their needs, if you will. So there be a place and a space for all representations of who and what you are. Just, you know, through my process, you're just a little bit more clear about it than, than someone who doesn't necessarily have the guidance. Um, or the system in which we are are utilizing here, uh, for obvious reasons. For obvious reasons, I, I I can't just give it away. <laughs> you know, right. live on air. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. Grace Key on the beloved. Did you have Did you have something you want to say? Greetings, how are you? All is a blessing. All is a blessing. ancient 
knowledge of. And a great deal of ancient knowledge has been lost to us. You know, just, just try to figure out how certain things are built, how certain things are constructed in the ancient world. Gives us just a hint of the knowledge that exists among the ancient world that is lost to us. We like to think of anything that's behind us as somehow being old, outdated, done, in the past, and not useful. Um, and I want to address Gabby, too, before I get too far ahead. Um, you got to say more than that for me, beloved. Otherwise, listen, I, I know you're not a bot, B-O-T, so I'm being a little bit facetious, but you got to say more than, yeah, it's a scam. You got to say more than that. That's what the Trump bots do. They, they run through Facebook, they run through Twitter, and, and they say, no, this ain't real. Yes, this is real. No, the COVID ain't real, you know, and then it becomes a conspiracy. Now, if you got some information, beloved, share that with us. If you got some details, share that with us. I need you to explain scam how. Scam what? And how many DNA tests have you taken that you can compare it to? See, I have a hard time with people who've never taken DNA who then latch on to the conspiracy theories that are promoted in social media without ever having taken one, without ever knowing the inner dynamics of the system. Just like I don't go into great detail about what I teach, because that's what I teach, your brands don't go into great details. Only your foods are ordered by the FDA to put the ingredients on the label. What about everything else that we consume? What about everything else that we consume? So what are the inner dynamics of Ancestry.com, for instance, compared to 23andMe, if you don't have that information? So help me out with that, Gabby. Okay, based on what? Is it accurate based on what? And, and, and what you're stating changes every six months. That's not true. I, I've, I've been on Ancestry. I've seen a lot of people with a question with the DNA test. I've seen a lot of people with a question with Yeah, I know it's a delay with you, Kiona. So give me, give me a moment. Give me a moment. I know there's a sound delay, so just give me a second. Let me make my point. I'm doing Ancestry.com. 23andMe, and yet another test, Gabby. So on what are you saying that it's inaccurate? Based on what? And your notion that it changes every six months, that's not true. What changes is the number of copies that they have to compare it to. Each time someone new takes a DNA test, each time Astrologers, not astrologers, archaeologists go into the tomb, go into the grave and gather DNA. The DNA is updated. And so the number of copies then increases for clarity. So what's happening is the more people that take it, the more people who have access to it, the more DNA numbers that they have to compare it, they have to update it. 
what you're talking about are updates. They don't change your DNA. It does not change you from black to white, from, from, from African to indigenous, or from indigenous to Chinese. That don't change. What changes is the value, the percentage, the amount of a particular number of copies in a particular hollow group, in a particular DNA group, and then how many people can we compare that to? For instance, um, Neanderthal is new. That's one of the things that separates 23andMe from Ancestry.com is the introduction of Neanderthal DNA. Now, in terms of how they got it, I don't have that information yet, beloved. And I'm going to look into it just for you. But they have it. And so now they have a way of of, uh, comparing the whole world's blood, DNA copies, to the new information that they've now acquired. And so now they know how many of us have a certain amount of Neanderthal in us. They also know because of that, that Neanderthal existed in Asia, indigenous America, outside of Africa. Because of this DNA science, they now have determined that to be human, to be human, birthed out of Africa. These other forms of humanity, or or, or I'm not even sure we can say humanity, these other forms of humanoids eventually bred out, disappeared out, you know, or, or got meshed in to our chemistry. Now, there are other um, humanoids that they don't even have numbers for yet. So the DNA will continue to evolve, will continue to grow, uh, will continue to expand, but it, it doesn't change. I, I need you to understand, beloved, it, it don't change. And I've spent hours reading the fine print in Ancestry.com in 23andMe, particularly as it relates to the update. So just be careful, beloved. That's a conspiracy theory. So far, you haven't presented me with anything factual by which I would discourage um, DNA. Because if, if it was a problem, I wouldn't be doing it. Uh, someone also, ooh, misinformed um, in motion. I get it. The move towards vaccines, but that's different. That's different. Um, you know, your your spit ain't magic. Your blood ain't magic. And, and they need a certain degree of it just to do normal testing, which is why, for instance, you know, diabetics, you know, folks who get blood, they have more than one tool to, to, to recognize or look for very specific things. So they would have to be taking every sample of blood they got and then dividing it into thousands of parts in order to accomplish some of the conspiracies that are being pushed forward. Now, they could set up a particular program, for instance, and, and ask people to come and, 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 you know, donate material, okay, and then use that for some scientific experiment. But it would take a lot of money a lot of people, 
a lot of organization, and some somebody going to talk about it. Somebody's going to spill it. Um, somebody is talking, but we can't hear you. Kiona, maybe you said something we didn't hear you really. So I, I understand the, the not trust. I, I, I get it. I also like to remind you all that there are so many more doctors and scientists now of global race and ethnicity. So everybody would have to be in on it. Everybody <laughs> would have to be in on a conspiracy at some level. Uh, everybody, whoever that, that Nigerian doctor is that, <laughs> that your president whipped up. Now, now, how true is her information? I got people riding on her information, misinformed. And you know she crazy. If you, if you look at some of the bullet points, you know, how many of y'all are having sex with demons that, that's giving you urinary tract infections and, and, and cervical cancer? How, how many of you are, are, are sleeping with incubus and succubus? Now, when I talk about demonology, y'all get worked up. <laughs> y'all get mad. But now Trump can pull the Nigerian woman out of his ass and, and, and now y'all are down with the, with the demonology. Come on now. Come on. That's why I started this show. Listen, they're not going to give you credit. They're not going to acknowledge you. They're not going to pat you on the back. They're not going to say that since you're doing a great job. You've overcome, you know, your limitations. No, no one's going to do that. You got to do it for yourself. You got to document it for yourself. And, and your mind will play tricks on you. That's why you got a journal. Sometimes you need your journal to remind you of, of happier times, to remind you of times when things were working. Because when things ain't working, it's real easy to say, throw it all out. Throw the baby out with the bathwater. It's easy to say, screw the whole world. Y- y'all tweeting it, for God's sakes. I'm looking at your tweets. Just because I don't respond to it don't mean I don't see it. But then the next day, y'all offering readings and consultations. <laughs> but, but just 48 hours before, you were suicidal, and, and, you, were, and you were ready to throw it all in. We've, we've got to address healing. We've got to address, and that includes the mental health. That includes the mental health. These, these practices of witchery originated in healing, y'all, in healing. Not these modern games of war that that we're playing now. This ain't about your frenemies. This ain't about who's jealous. This ain't about the competition. We are fighting for our lives. And every minute on the clock, somebody is losing their life over something stupid, over something unimportant, just because. Oh, we thought you had a cell phone. Oh, we thought you, you know, just because. And I'm not just talking about the police. <laughs> I'm talking about all levels of illicit activity that's going on in our community. But somehow we get it twisted, Kiona, when we start talking about the spirit realm. Now all, all bets are off. Now there are no rules that we can just kind of make up shit as we go along. And, and, Life is real. This this game is real. 
This is real, y'all. This ain't no video game. This ain't no pinball machine. <laughs> Do y'all remember that pinball machine? <laughs> yes, indeed. So, yes, Carmen, it's, it's what we eat. It's what we drink. Listen, one of my greatest mentors, Adama Alaji out of Atlanta. She used to do a weekly podcast, I think on Thursday night on WRFG out of Atlanta. She would talk from like 11 to like 3 in the morning. You know, she was my inspiration for getting into podcasting. And she used to say it every day, several times a day. You can't expect to be deep, spiritual, conscious, eating the the dead carcasses of animals, chickens, cows, sucking down the pus and mucus of cows and chickens, inorganic this, unauthentic that, synthesize the other, artificial this, that, and the whatnot, and call yourself deep and expect to be conscious. I'm amazed when I see doctors, scientists, nutritionists on TV, you know, and they several pounds overweight or or just not together. Listen, I have walked out of medical facilities, okay, (laughs) based on just that alone, just that alone. I I went to see a, a, a woman once who had all these crystals and stones and minerals in her office on her desk. And I saw her once twice, maybe three times. And on that third time, I asked her, do you know what those are exactly? I mean, do you know them by name, by their common name, or by their scientific name, or how they're applied? Or how? And she said, no. I got up, thank you, and, and, and walked out. Because people are playing with this at every level. Y- y'all playing church. Y'all playing how. Y'all in situationships, you know, every type of endeavor, whether it's your diet, whether it's how you live in, whether, whether it's your relationship with your ancestors, whether, whether it's your relationship with your spouse, we live in sort of a, a, a virtual reality now, you know, of untruths, you know, and, and, and a chess game where we can sort of manipulate and move pieces around. Hell, your president is doing it. Your politicians are doing it. You know, those who follow him and all his menagerie of nonsense. You know, it's really frightful for me because it's more than just conversation. It's more than just politics. It's more than just our our laws and, and, and our governance. These people are moving energy around in the spirit realm, right before our eyes, master magicians, master witches. For my wannabe witches. I'm here to birth real witches if you want to be a real witch. But indeed, if you want to be an authentic practitioner of these sciences, of these arts, I'm here for that. I'm here for that. If people aren't scared, no, they, they, they don't get it, Gabby. They don't, they don't get it at all. Um, this is more than a game. This is more than just seasonal you know, conversation and, and banter. And when it passes or when you turn your TV off or when you shut off your internet, you go back to your supposed reality, right? right? But that reality is so 
intricately connected to everything that that's happening, everything that's being said, everything that we want to ignore. Let's suppose what I'm misinformed. I'm game. The Human Genome Project is a huge initiative of the WHO, the NIH, the CDC, and other governmental research-based programs. Let's suppose this COVID thing is truly about global dominance and depopulation. Okay, now, that by itself, I said that. I don't know if you were here back in March, (laughs) around March 1st, March 7th. I said that. And, and, and what was being said then was, this don't affect black people. We don't have to worry about it. Kiana remember that that's what was being said then. And I came on air. I was one of the first podcasters to actually come on air and say, hey, hello, this virus don't like black people. I said that. I said that. And I said that what greater, so did my sister Wapani, one Wapani, by the way. And we said what greater action of depopulation than this. And so the next thing misinformed that happened in a sequence of events, just think about the sequence of the, of the events. See, my belief is life is stranger than fiction. Life, real life is stranger than any conspiracy theory that they can come up with. So who planned, who organized the police shooting of George at the time and place in which that happened in the middle of COVID-19? So, yeah, let's, let's suppose. And it drove us right back out. Just when black folks started getting it, started saying, oh, wait a minute, people are dying. We had celebrities in New Orleans die. We had high-ranking people in New Orleans die from the COVID-19. And so we were just beginning to get it, right? And then the police shooting happened. And then the reminder of the Breonna Taylor. Let's never forget Breonna Taylor happened. And then that drives you right back out into the street. So, yeah, I can suppose just in a general format in which you've laid it out, absolutely. Absolutely. I believe in in global dominance and and depopulation and its active active, uh, 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 mobility, and I I absolutely do. I just think that some of the other information that we get is the distraction, too. I also don't want you to overlook the involvement. Remember the the presidential election? Russia, interfering, et cetera. I, ho- I believe that wholeheartedly, 100%. And COINTEL, because you, you strike me as the kind of queen who know what COINTEL is, COINTEL is operating within that. So some of those aggressive comments that I talked about earlier that show up in Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, that are pushing and promoting some of the misinformation and, and de-information and misinformed information, those are bots. Those are not even real people often. Some, some of us get caught up in going toe-to-toe with those people. Well, they have to say, so I have to say. But some of y'all are arguing with a bot. If you don't know what a bot is, a bot is a computer program that says, hi, hello, 
how you doing, and responds artificial intelligence to what you say. And so COINTEL has taken a whole nother level. <laughs> this, this misinformation and global dominance and, and depopulation, beloved, has taken on a whole nother level. I, I just think that the water is, I mean, the, the, the wine is being mixed with water. I just think that the alcohol is being diluted. I just think that the truth is being confused, particularly in this present dispensation we are in right now. Heaven forbid, knock on wood, we have another four years of this. We, we have got to stop the trend of this um, in an environment where we view the Internet as a superhighway. And so we Bing it, we Google it, we search it. But everybody, and this is a painful truth, everybody is not erudite. Everybody is not well-informed. Everybody's not well-educated. Everyone doesn't have uh, uh, the Goddess Initiative research master, search master. Everybody doesn't have that discerning eye uh, misinformed. So it's real easy for uh, promoters, advertisers, marketeers, regular folks now to insert what's not true into the equation with a little color, with a little flashing light, with a cute video, with some music behind it, you know, and it goes viral. How many accounts do we run across? You know, with hundreds of thousands of followers and likes, but we can't explain why. <laughs> you know, we can't make sense. When we talk about dreams, yeah, I, um, yeah, what about them? I saw, I saw that, but what's, it's not specific. What about dreams? Kiona, was that you? I mean, is that it? Hello? Thank you. Can can you speak? <laughs> can you talk for me while I try and figure out the chat? Oh, uh, of course. Um, <laughs> okay. Go ahead, Neil Fight. Oh, okay, thank you. Well, I just want to add in. Well, I think I'm really an echo. Hold on. Let me fix that. How's that? Yeah, you, you sound good. And, and before you, let me say this before you start. DP, DP, that is too general. If you, if you want to throw out a general question like that, I need you to either get on the phone or get on your camera. Hold on. Eric code 973, I'm going to come to you momentarily, okay? Just give me a second. Go ahead, Neil, fight Bokor. Uh, I love this topic, it, it, but I'm connecting dots here and I want to distress I'm a man, I 
breaking up on me. Um, you're breaking up, but I, I want to respond to that. Um, there's absolutely truth there, but I think you could ask, you could, you could, yeah, you could take that to another level. Um, you said, you know, I, I don't have a womb and I, I'm not a woman, but it's... You do have a womb. You can produce a child. You're, you're, not, you're not hearing me. You're not hearing me. <laughs> I'm responding to what you said, but I'm adding to that in that it is in your DNA. You were you were female until your mother was in her third trimester of pregnancy. The last three months. Right. Of so, it's in, so it's in your DNA. I need you to look at it more as a memory. You, you, you're disconnected from the memory of, just like we're disconnected from the memory of being in the womb, many of us, and as you've gone through that type of, of, of therapy, uh, rebirthing therapy, most of us are disconnected from that memory. You're disconnected from your youth. I, I know people who are disconnected from 15 years ago. And, and I can recite certain information, certain scenarios with clarity. Well, Pani will tell you, I can remember things that happened at three, at four, at five, like it was yesterday. Now, now I, I credit some of that to my having Asperger's, but I also think in the spiritual development, DP threw up Iyami Ajay in the, in the chat, that, that Iyami is present in both men and women. The problem is the mystery behind reconnecting to it, accessing it, bringing it forward. Um, We live in a Western culture, Western society that has a male God, that has a masculine viewpoint, one of dominance, control, colonization, etc. And so that has now been remanufactured, if you will, in the global DNA, even in parts of the world where that may not necessarily be the strong point, it has become so in the world. And so now we accept certain roles, certain symbols as as truth that weren't necessarily even present in in, in an old world context where, where the God was a woman, where God was a woman. Many of us don't remember that. Some of us don't even have knowledge of that, that there was a time when no person on the planet viewed God as male. We, we, we viewed God as, as female. 
Uh, I also don't want to ignore my phone caller. Eric code 973. Your, your mic is open. Who's calling and where are you calling from? Greetings. Greetings. This is Hadassah, but I'm misinformed in the chat room. Oh, okay, okay. I'm glad you called. Come on in, beloved. Greetings to everyone. Um, I A couple of years ago, you had mentioned to me that I needed to get my DNA done. Mm-hmm. And I, under, I understood then why you wanted or you made that suggestion. But I was leery of doing it. And, and to be honest, I haven't done it because I knew that there were a lot of other agendas being played out. Okay, now let's enter 2020. And I missed the show in March, but from the onset of this whole COVID thing, when they first said black people weren't getting it, I felt that deep in my spirit that something is around the corner. Then shift a couple of months later, now it's black and brown people who are more susceptible to it. And as far as I'm concerned, I don't think this is a conspiracy. It just seemed too contrived. Many people went into the hospitals. They were they were used as guinea pigs, and now they're gone. And then months later, you start to hear that a lot of them didn't actually die of COVID. They died of something else, but they were counted as COVID cases. So with all of this going on and all the misinformation and all the distractions, we all know that something else is at play. I want to know the same thing they want to know so that I could I could go within and be able to heal myself without having to, like everyone agrees in the chat, rely upon Western medicine. Because we know that the human population is being used as guinea pigs. We know that Listen, there's always with, been a vaccination I, agenda. I agree, I agree with that. We have historical facts. We have mm-hmm. historical facts that we have always been used different groups at certain times, but in most cases, black and brown people, as guinea pigs, whether it's the Tuskegee's, whether it's, it's the syphilis studies, so many times. All right. My my main thing is the food supply. They say he who controls the food supply controls the people. The food supply, we know GMO is a big thing, and that's being used. There's no conspiracy in that. There's facts. We know that 40% of the people who suffer from obesity, no, 40% of our food supply has high fructose corn syrup in it. Corn syrup actually changes your DNA. Now, I have seen studies, and this is at the middle school slash high school level and on, where they readily admit that the food that we eat changes our DNA, right? But this is the thing that I've been, I've been toying with in my mind and in my spirit for quite some time now. It's really not the DNA right now that is being manipulated. It's the RNA, which is the replica of the DNA. Now, do we all make sense of that? No, because there's so much being done at once. And during this distraction, that's when it's time to go within and try to figure out, well, what's the best case choice? Because, yes, I want to know what what is so powerful in my melanin. I want to know what is so powerful that, that you would 
you would come up with agendas and plans to wipe us out, not only in one country, but worldwide. And this is time and time and time and time again. So what is it that makes us as a people right. that intrigues the, the 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 dominant class? I shouldn't even say dominant. Well, let, let me, well, let me, no, well, not let me even respond to that. Beloved, let me respond. Um, first of all, no one can hear you. I don't understand why I can hear you clearly. Um, and I'm, I'm broadcasting the way I normally broadcast. Um, so I'm not sure why the other people in the chat cannot hear you. So if you can raise your voice or raise your microphone when I unmute you, um, that would be helpful. But I want to respond to at least some of what you've already said. Again, I'm concerned that you're mixing water with wine. And, and even you said, well, can we all understand that? No. But then you quickly followed up with because they're doing too many things. I want to say, no, we can't all understand that because we're not all doctors, because we're not all biologists, because we're not all scientists. And, and we now live in a unique time in, in science, in, in culture, in, in humanity, where, and particularly in the West, particularly here in the U.S., where we believe ourselves to be proficient in everything. The American believes themselves to be proficient in everything. I don't need a nutritionist. I know what to eat. I don't need a doctor. I can heal myself. I don't need education because I can teach myself and my kids. And it's a very Western notion. And so I agree with you in that, yeah, there's a lot of conspiracies, but, but I believe many of the conspiracies are right out in your face, are right out in, in the open. What, what what's hidden is knowledge. It's oh. our ability to interpret and to understand. So, and it's not just a black thing. Let me be clear. It's a lot of ignorant white folks sitting on them couches that's also digesting BS. You know, whether it's coming from president or, or or some other faction of society, and they believe it to be true because Rush Limbaugh said it, or because the conservative radio said it. You know, and, and they believe it to be real. And how many people, I like to call on uh, the goddess because she considers herself a master researcher. How many of us really have the skills to look into something? Some of you don't even read labels. So some of you go buying stuff out the grocery store. You don't even look at the ingredients. You don't even read the fine print. So when we start getting into these bigger areas like diseases and pandemics and, and it takes people with a certain level of awareness to really just make any sense of the changes, beloved, that, that you're suggesting. So I agree with you. Yes, when you look at Tuskegee and, and, and various uh, uh, other well-documented uh, uh, attempts at genocide or, or at least experimentation on us, I, I agree with you. But but those, those attempts were often out in the open. Like I said earlier, now we didn't have enough knowledge when Tuskegee was going on as a community to know what was happening to us. But you had doctors, you had nurses, you had housekeeping, you, you had cafeteria, you had a whole team of people who were privy to what was happening. So I just want us to be careful about 
you know, be, being self-taught master of stuff, you know, and, and then quickly paying attention to, you know, what's popping up in our messenger on Facebook, you know, what's trending on, on Twitter, you know, the, the whole hashtag thing also has furthered that because we now all use these hashtags, which are really a part of internet coding, and they float these topics and these ideas to the top. And so people really believe the first end results in a search engine are the truth. And so just, just that's all I'm saying, beloved. I agree with you that we got to be careful. I agree with you that we are under attack. I agree with you that there is well-documented proof that, that we've been played with, experimented on, manipulated, mutilated. Genocide has been performed on us. I totally agree with you, 100%. Where I'm leery is to accept the presentation of these various stories as they're showing up now, uh, particularly with the orange man in, in, in control of the White House. It, it's just a big trend now. And it's made it acceptable. The, the Russian interference now is acceptable. And so I believe that it's not just the Russians. Just like I believe when we say the Nigerian frauds and scams are not just Nigerian. Those people now are coming from many countries in West Africa. But we, once we buy into the label of something, once we buy into the tag on something, it takes on a life of its own. It, it then becomes real unto itself. So I, I agree. I'm just saying be a little careful about how you research stuff. L- like when I see these posts, I research them. I, I then try and do a search. I then try and see when did this story first appear? Who introduced this story? What was the source of this story? And a lot of people don't do that. And so by the time you find out that something is not real or not true, it's made its way into the, you know, in, in, into the social stratosphere of things, you know, and, and this whole fake news. I'll be so glad when just the usage of those two words dies out because it's a, yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a game unto itself. It, it's a part of the mind fuck. It, it's a part of, you know, forgive me for using Goodbye, the Bible. Prince. Hold on for Goodbye, a second. Hold on for, let, let me get this out. Hold on. Okay. Even the Bible says that in the last days, the truth will be taken for a lie, and a lie will be taken for the taken truth. Taken for the truth. Okay. Mothers will be against the daughters. Fathers will be against the sons, et cetera, et cetera. So, you know, again, I, I, I pull from the magical book because I have a foundation in that. But that's what we're looking at right now. That's what we're looking at. So we got to be careful about the information and what we accept mm-hmm. as true, what we accept as, as faith, and how we explore that. Now, you come on in, and then Neophyte Bokor, you come on in after us. Okay. I, I, could, could you hear me better now? Yes. I, I changed I phones. I'm sorry. Because I don't, want, I don't want to digress on the topic because I'm, I'm looking at the chat room, too, because I learned – by by watching, listening, and looking as well. I research every day. I have no other choice because it's the nature of my job. And okay. the body of science right now that's coming out, there's like a new generation of science that I'm required to teach. So I'm I'm talking about from 
just the the grade school, middle school level. Mm-hmm. When you read the footnotes and you begin to do the research, if you take the time, because, see, I don't do Twitter, I don't do high, hashtags. And, matter of fact, I make up my own hashtags when I want to say something. It's usually a summary of something. But when I rely upon information, I try to find the the original source because that's the way that I was trained to do it. Now, so I'm not going by what I'm hearing. There are agendas, agendas at place, just like there was Agenda 2020. Everything that that was set in motion for the year 2020 is occurring right now. There's another agenda for Agenda 2030. For some strange reason, that agenda is aimed at the youth. So whether it's first introduced to people as if it's going to be a great thing in the year 2020, I tell my students, you know what, now you will be about maybe 28, 29 years old when these things are beginning to be evident to everybody. We know that our food supply is being tampered with. Whether you look at that tampering as they're making it more accessible, we know that it is being chemicalized. We know that our water supply is in jeopardy because of air pollution and whatever. There's so many things that we could touch on. My well, hold on, hold on. Reason, hold on. That's to say, hold yeah. on. You said, mm-hmm. you said people going in the hospital with COVID-19 and they're experimenting on them. That, that's My, a misnomer. That, hold right. on. That's okay. A okay. If we're dealing with a new virus that has never been dealt with before, everything is an experiment, if you want to use that word. But if you use okay. that word in social media, well, they're, they're experimenting on people. Th- then it takes on a life of its own. And, and yeah, now you got right. 18-year-old, 19-year-old who are not going to do your level of research, who are not going to understand mm-hmm. innuendo, who are not going to understand when I'm being facetious, you know, mm-hmm. who are not going to understand when educated folks like you are being crafty with their words. So that becomes the truth. That okay. now becomes okay. Test. So that that's my concern. Like, I, that's, this is okay, and and so I, let me let me not okay. overgeneralize things. I believe, right? Like I said, I believe, or what I'm seeing is that the misinformation changes. We know it's constantly changing. Like you said, it's a virus. It's changing. The strands are changing. Yeah. The 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 treatment. There's no really known treatment. The most the most thing that we know at this point, we as a people, indigenous people, we know that our herbs, we know that our natural resources, whether it's the ginger, whether it's the sea moss, whether it's the turmeric, that tends to kill off this virus. So we, mm-hmm. we know that. We, we, we know that it has helped many of us at least avoid developing COVID-19 or whatever. Okay? Right. There's a lot that is still unknown. When I use the word experiment, I I believe that they're running random trials or they're running their experiments where they're testing their different medications to develop the vaccine. And to me, this is my impression. Hold on. But isn't that the case with any virus? Wasn't that the case with HIV? Wasn't that the case with polio? Yes, it was with polio. And with fluoride. 
Right. I recall I recall giving kids fluoride in school. Mhm. Because I was told to do so. And okay. many years later, only to learn that fluoride actually um pokes holes in the human brain. So who in the NIH or whatever made it mandatory that people who don't know better give children <laughs> fluoride once a week in a school? And okay, then all now, hold of a sudden on. it stopped. Okay, hold on, hold on. What about progress? What about the idea that once upon a time there was this funky green paint? I can't remember mm-hmm. what it was called that that had mm-hmm. something toxic in it, and everybody mm-hmm. had a house. Right. Okay. So mm-hmm. you have to make room for ignorance. You got to make room for growth. I, I think because we have been attacked and maligned, I, I do think there's even a degree of PS, PTSD, post-traumatic mm-hmm. slave disorder. So, mm-hmm. and to, to add what you've already said, what we're eating, what we're drinking, the fluoride. What we're breathing. Right, what we're breathing. So, what about the mental effects? Why is it that we're quick to identify the conspiracy at every level, but when mm-hmm. I start talking about mental health, the chat room gets quiet. When I start talking about psychiatric state of mind, the room gets quiet because all of those things that even you are suggesting would affect mm-hmm. how we interpret information, how we I interpret agree. our experience. Why are so many more young people now depressed than ever before? Exactly. Why? Okay. I, I agree. And I would love, I wish I would have been on one of the, one of the podcasts when you were talking about mental health. Because that's even another thing that's very interesting that I'm noticing now. Because I know many young people who four or five years ago they were fine, and then all of a sudden, some, all of a sudden, something happened, and now they're 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 on all these psychotropic drugs, or they're self-medicating. Mm-hmm. It, and it, usually, the root is is trauma of some some sort some form. Uh, the environments that we live in. I mean, I I have seen research where they said the toxicity in our environment, all those toxins, whether it's the violence, whether it's the drugs, whether it's the brutality, whether it's the lack of education, proper health care, you name it, right? What actually plastic? changes, actually, plastic. listen to this, actually Think changes the, the, the telomeres in your brain. And that stops you from learning. Because I agree. We might call it post traumatic stress disorder. That I think that would probably be the umbrella for it. Post traumatic stress disorder and it changes the tolomeres. These are the strands in your brain. It changes right. it. Just imagine like how a sickle cell doesn't look like a regular cell because of the I shape. Said. The the tox the toxins in our environment changes changes the tolomeres in our brain, which really it, it 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 limits us or inhibits us from thinking clearly, making rational decisions. I agree. So can you agree you know, with me? So it's a lot. Hold it's on. a lot. I'm not professing to be a scientist, but it's a lot. Because I'm here to learn too. So can you agree with me then that mm-hmm. our community just might be more susceptible to conspiracy theories than other communities? 
Can you then agree Absolutely. with me that poor white, that poor white might mm-hmm. also be susceptible to misinformation, to, Absolutely. to manipulation? So yes, because we're in that environment. If right. we're in that and environment, we're you're all a product in that of your environment. environment. We're almost all in that environment. Now with TV, now with the internet, now we're all in that environment. 30 years ago, 40 years ago, many of these voices would not have been heard. You know, you didn't have no video camera. You didn't have no phone with a mic in it 30 years ago, 50 years ago. And so many of these voices and opinions would not have been heard. The only opinions we would have heard would have been your pastor, your politician. Barbara Walters, uh, Walter Conkright, you know, uh, you know, whoever was on TV back then. But today, anybody, everybody has a voice. I don't want to say anybody. Everybody has a voice. Everybody has an Instagram. Everybody has a Twitter. Everybody has a Facebook. And, and some of you are bored. Mm-hmm. Th- that's not a judgment because you post it. Some of you are bored, but you text savvy. Some of you are bored, but you're great at researching. Some of you are bored, but you're great at reading into the details of stuff. And so those people learn how to push up their voice in social media. You have people in social media who have no friends in real life, who have no popularity in real life, but they can generate it online behind a mask or, or, or a picture of a flower or, or a dog, and, and, and then you racialism, then spew politics, then spew fake information. Remember, there was a TV mm-hmm. show called uh, uh, Catfish. Catfish. So to me, mm-hmm. Catfish is just another way of looking at COINTEL. So you got people in COINTEL who look black, profile look black, profile look indigenous, profile mm-hmm. look Asian, but they're spewing Nonsense, right, right. But because it's popular mm-hmm. and it's online, and everybody follows them, then it, it finds its way into the pop cultural gumbo, if you will, of what's truth. Mm-hmm. And, and what is it? What, can I ask you a question? Yeah. Do you believe, right? And and, and I'm looking at the comments in the chat room because. I look at what hoodoo occultism is actually saying, and I too agree with what what she said about um, like the the number of cases that has been reported is not all true COVID cases. I think that's that they're trying true. to. I, I totally true. agree with that. That's not true. You're you think to all the COVID, all the COVID yes. cases were not cold COVID cases. No, man, I, I I won't say many. I'm going to say I know at least four people who. I'm, go ahead, go they ahead. You know, they said they can't me. I'm going to not pay attention to the chat right now. I know at least four people who originally went into the hospital for something else, and then something went wrong or their condition worsened, and they were they were um, on a death certificate. It did say COVID, and I do have um, very close friends who quote-unquote, don't talk conspiracies, who have said that, you know, this patient came in for one thing and they left out with COVID. Or, 
you know, they, they're they not sure what's going on, but the treatments that these people are being given, in in most cases, it wouldn't ordinarily have been given to them. Okay, but, but I, beloved, I, I, I don't want to... I appreciate I, you. I enjoy talking to you. I just wish that everybody could hear you. Um, and, and too many people are saying they can't hear you. So I, I just can't broadcast dead air. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But all of what you're saying, beloved, is not accurate. Even, even even in how you told the story, people go into the hospital all the time and get other infections. In fact, if you do your homework on hospitals and the exposure to infections in the hospitals, that's not unusual. So if you're dealing with a pandemic that no one has ever dealt with before, all you got to do is look back in history. Look at the, the Black Plague. Look at the Bubonic Plague. You know, so people go into the hospital and get other viruses. That's not unusual. That's not unusual. And if people are having diabetic complications or heart complications or some other complications, they end up in the hospital only to find out that they have COVID or to be exposed to somebody with COVID in the environment when COVID wasn't even controlled. And, and let's keep it real. COVID ain't really controlled now. We like to think it is, and, and our politicians like to lead us to believe it is, but COVID is not even really controlled now. So I, I'm still, I'm just not, I, I'm just not getting any meat, any meat that, that says that these conspiracies are real in any way. And, and I'm also very hesitant to accept anything that Donald Trump agrees with. So if Donald Trump agrees with you, it's something wrong with the story. There's something in there that don't make any sense. And, and, and I don't understand why we are so quick. But I do understand. We just said it. it, it we, we've got to look at mental health. We've got to look at our history. We've got to look at the, the fear that we have, have been made to live in, to exist in. And so we don't trust anything. And we're more likely, like the Bible said, to accept the lie before we accept the truth. Even when we look at gossip, all of us will agree that the lie will travel so much faster than the truth. So much faster than the truth. We, we, we can set up a scenario right now, it'll be viral by the end of the day, if, if it have all the right elements, if it have all the right components, and we see it every day, every day. The whole Karen thing, you know, has turned into this big, popular, pop cultural thing now. And so we're now applying Karen to scenarios that are, that are completely fictionalized because they are entertaining or because they are humorous or because they draw likes and they draw follows. And that don't make it true. It just does not make it true. So I'm, I'm listen, I'm very left brain. I say it on this show all the time. I'm very left brain. Uh, for, for a spiritualist, I, I'm, I'm not all that right brain. Things have to make sense to me. I'm from the school of Judge Judy. If it don't make sense, it's probably not true. It's probably not true. And, and, and I have to have facts. I have to have details. I have to have information, you know, 
yes, discernment is key. Discernment is key. Everybody doesn't have discernment. Discernment is a critical component to wisdom. Discernment. So I get it. I do. I do. Yeah, uh, that, that's another one of those uh, staff, staff oh. infections. Coco Monday, that's another one of those things, um, beloved, that you can easily pick up in the hospital, misinformation, and, and come home with, you know, or, or give to other people in your family. It's just never been a pandemic. So some of us are aware of it. Like, for instance, I got several nurses and medical professionals in my family. They're aware of some of these things that don't make the headlines. But we're talking about a pandemic of global proportions. So, yeah, there, there's going to be some, some information that, that's put out there, that's presented out there, that's, that's going to grow, that's going to change, that's going to evolve. But I am just not one to buy into it. Okay, how many people that have had a flu shot have come down with COVID-19? That, yeah, that, that don't make any sense to me. Um, people take a flu shot. The idea of a flu shot is so that your body builds up immunity to the real flu. So what's in a flu shot is not real flu. The, 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 the life has been taken out. The body has been taken out. It's, it's just a, a copy, a mirror of, a mirror image of. Now, your body is supposed to develop antibodies. So that when you do get the flu, you have a layer of protection. So some people get flu-like symptoms. They, they might get a headache or they might feel a little weird when they get a flu shot. But no one gets a flu shot and ends up with COVID-19. Uh, I don't know where, where y'all are going to the hospital or if y'all are just regurgitating internet stories. But I live blocks away from UMC Medical Center here in New Orleans. I know people who work in UMC Medical Center here in New Orleans, doctors, nurses, uh, people that work in the coffee house, people that work in, in, in uh, janitorial. And I'm not understanding where y'all are getting some of this information. <laughs> That's another one of those uh, staff staff infections, Coco Monday. That's another one of those things. Um, beloved. Okay. Somebody, somebody's giving me all stop. kind of background noise. Information. And, and Thank you. I don't know who that is, but please stop. Um, DP is asking, but why is it so powerful? You, what you're asking is why are rumors so powerful? That's what you're asking. Why does Karen spread so fast? Why do rumors spread so fast? Why does fiction and lies spread so fast? Why does gossip spread so fast? And many of us remember playing the game back in elementary school, at least I do, where the teacher would have everyone to sit in a circle, and she would whisper the message into one person's ear, and then each person after that is supposed to repeat the message to the next person in the circle. And more often than not, it comes back wrong. It comes back twisted. 
it comes back with stuff added to it. I've always thought, even as a kid, some of that was intentional. Some of y'all would add BS in there just because. Others would repeat and were, would regurgitate really what you thought you heard, not what you really heard. And so there, you know, DP, you're asking me why is gossip so salacious? Why are viral posts so salacious? What, what makes her rose picture more viable and more viral than your rose picture? What makes his picture of a cup of coffee more viral oriented than your picture of a cup of coffee? It's a magic that many of us want to know. <laughs> Some of y'all want to know, why does he have 10,000 followers on Instagram and I only got 300? I want to know, why do I only have 6,000 followers on Twitter and I'm on TV? But it's people that don't do anything but be on Twitter all day. <laughs> and they have 20,000 followers. So, DP, that's what you're asking me. That's what you're asking me. Now, the conspiracy aspect of that is, yes, your promoters, your advertisers, your cult leaders, you know, all learn humanity, learn human behavior, study how people act, study how people respond to your fraudsters, your, cro your crooksters, your pimps, you know, it's a pimp in, in everybody's community that everybody knows is a pimp. But everybody likes, they're charming, they're attractive, they dress well, they have, you know, material items that you might want or, or covet or, or seek to, to uh, own or, or possess. You know, why is that? Why is it that our dope boys in some communities are looked up to as leaders? Why are our crooked preachers sometimes looked up to and acknowledged? You know, even in, under some of the worst conditions, look at how quickly the Eddie Long story came out, blew up, disintegrated. The man, may, may he rest in heaven, died. And now nobody hardly even talks about that story. Why is that? That DP, that's what you're asking. So yeah, it, it is about psychology. It is about manipulation. And and you asked, I believe it was, about Iyami, which I really can't go into a whole lot of detail on Iyami on live on air. And then dream and dream interpretation. It it goes back to the head. It goes back to consciousness. And there's more to our head, to our consciousness, than just ABCs, one, two, three, than just what your mama taught you between birth and, and six, you know, what you experienced, you know, from kindergarten to high school graduation. You know, there's this thing called life. And then once we become, quote, unquote, adults, particularly here in the West, and we say, well, everybody has an opinion. We say everybody has a right. We say, you know, our freedom costs us, if you really want to think about it. Our, our so-called American freedom costs us a lot. And so the idea that anyone can speak, anyone has a voice, anyone has an opinion, 
Anyone can grow. Everyone has an opportunity. That's the quote-unquote American dream. And so we also look at that in terms of what people say. We live in a country where we, where we claim free speech. Um, DP, I'm not sure what questions you have or want to ask about Iyami. So, so I need you to call in. I need you to be live on air. Um, you, you're asking me initiated questions. So, so I need to know what is it you're asking me about Iyami. And I need you still to be more specific about what you need me to say as it relates to dreams. Okay, misinformed lives in the first epicenter. Um, okay, what do you mean the first epicenter? New Orleans was the epicenter. New York City was the epicenter. So come on now, beloved. Come on, and 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 you work in the hospital or you live in New York City. I, I need y'all to be more specific with these questions now. No, freedom is not free. Freedom costs us a lot, and and freedom requires us to sometimes give a pass, sometimes to be polite to, sometimes to give opinions and give a, a regress to, to things that don't always line up with what we believe or what we, the whole idea of voting. Someone's always going to be, um, okay, you say you're called in, but I don't see anybody on the phone line with their hands raised. If you're on the phone line and you have a question, comment, or request, I need you to press the number one on your telephone keypad. This will alert me that there is a caller in queue. It would give me an opportunity to open your mic. Now, do you have a sense of humor, beloved? And can I use that as an example? Now, I've been saying those very words for close to 13 years. Close to 13 years. How many people hear me say that? How many people actually know my call-in phone number? But I say it every day. I say it several times a day. And I say press the number one on your telephone keypad and I'll so that's how we view information in the West. We only read the subject. We only read what's important. We only pay attention to what jumps out at us. And yes, the advertisers know that. The promoters know that. Scientists and psychologists know that. And so that has to come into the equation, beloved. When, we, when we're addressing how we see and interpret this information. Eric Code 510, who's calling and where are you calling from? Hey, it's Deja from California. I do have a sense of humor that I this forgot everyone doing too much at once. Yes. Okay, but okay, now what you just said, doing too much at once, that's a Western condition. Some might even, sure. some people might even say we are entitled. I'm going to say we. This ain't just you. We are entitled to even be able to say, oh, well, I, I, I'm doing too much. That's a Western notion. When you look at other parts of the world where just heat, gathering of water, gathering of food, 
basic survival is it's like high priority. So for us here in the West, where we have division of labor, we have somebody to come and pull the trash. We have a municipality to make sure water is coming into your housing or your, or your apartment. So we, as Americans and as Westerners, are, are entitled. Just like we say Karen is entitled, we're entitled to say, oh, I got too much going on. I got too many windows open. I got that, That's a Western... Are you following me? That's not a judgment. I'm trying to get you to see something here. Are you with me, DP? Yeah, I'm here, but I do think it was doing too much, um, which is why I forgot to press one. Speak up. I can't hear you. Oh, you can't hear me? Okay, yeah, I'm here. So my question about Iyami Ajay was that, um, hopefully, I don't know if I can access or if it's whatever. How do you know if it's the ancestors talking to you or if it's or if they're talking to you in your dreams? Like, how are you able to discern who it is that are teaching you things in your dreams? Okay, now that's a great question, but I have to respond to what you said first. What does Iyami okay. have to do with it? Uh, what does it have to do with it? Because when I first started being taught things in my dreams, I wasn't aware of Arisha or or... Ifa, but somebody introduced the term Iyami Ajay, and then it led me into the spiral of really where I am here today on this live. That's how I was introduced to things outside of Hoodoo, and so I'm just wondering, do they talk to you in your dreams? How do you know if it really is them or not? Iyami, in terms of Ifa, particularly, is a mystery. So we have several sayings in association with with Iyami. He or mm-hmm. she who says that they can give you Iyami is telling a lot. He or she who says they've been initiated Iyami is telling a lot. Now, now understand, these are parables. These are proverbs that are automatically associated with Iyami. So they beg the question, if you are not initiated, and a better way of saying that is, if you have not been introduced to Iyami, how then would you know Iyami is coming in your dream? How, how exactly. then? I have no idea. Hold on. Hold on. And Iyami is not an Arisha. Right, so exactly. where then would the questioning, to see, that, that I, I would put that in the compartment of Arisha romance. That's Arisha Romance. That, that's the, the American and Western Botanica books that talk about Arisha, that talk about a seven-day week involving Arisha. All of that is not true. All of that is not authentic to Yoruba practice, Ifa practice, or even Iyami. It's, what, it's what's sold to us here in the West. And then it's repeated. Then it's regurgitated. Iyami, again, is a mystery. Even for those who are in the tradition, even for those who have a hand to Ifa, everybody is not introduced to Iyami. And Iyami, in its most basic English terminology, is, is the mysterious 
power of women. Now, now some people equate that to witchcraft, which is another miseducation, another misnomer. I, I, I compare it to birthing babies. Birthing babies is not witchcraft. It's divine magic. But if you put yourself in a position of a, a, a toddler, a child, a baby, mommy, where do babies come from? They don't understand science. They don't understand biology and chemistry and eggs and sperm. And they, they, they don't get that. So we, we tell them the story brought the baby. We tell them Turo birthed the baby. You know, we, we don't feed meat, if you will, to an infant who's not able to digest that. So even someone who is in Ephraim, I don't know who's coughing, but we can hear you clearly. <laughs> okay. Um, even someone who is in Ephraim, it's not immediately introduced to Iyami. And for, and for clarity, Iyami is not an ancestor. Iyami is not an Orisha. I, Iyami might be said to be Iwumole. Iwumole. And like Odu, thank you, Kiona, for, for taking my experiment, Iwumole is very hard to research. Very hard. Now, you can put Irumale in a search today, and you're going to get a response because of you and I, because of Westerners, because of the Orisha romance, and, 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 and Westerners introducing Iyami into Western conversation. But when you read Yoruba conversation, they don't readily introduce Iyami. And Iyami is like a power. Iyami doesn't have a form like Orisha. Iyami, and I'm going to get in trouble for saying this. Iyami, um, Iyami can be present in both men and women. I'm going to say it that way. We say it's a great mysterious power of women, but just like I told Neophyte Bokur, you were female until the third trimester, bruh. Your body was entirely female until the third trimester of your mother's pregnancy. So we all got Iyami. We all got a party of our great mother. But it's only when it's highlighted that we acknowledge Iyami. It's only when it shows up that we acknowledge Iyami. And I'm not going to be the guy to break tradition on air. I'm just not. Okay. I'm just not. I, I, I'm giving you the best I can without on, on the Iyami. Um, but uh, if I can answer your question more directly, Iyami is not speaking in your dreams. Okay, cool. So I, cause I had a reading, and it was separate from the Iyami thing, but I was telling him about my dreams, and he just lightly said that that sounds like Iyami. Ajay, and now this was years ago, and so I thought to bring it up to you because I just saw that you reposted a picture on your Instagram mentioning the same thing. <clears throat> so I just thought to ask what you have to say about it. Okay, now, so and I you. appreciate it. Please, please. I, don't, I hope you're not offended in any way. I appreciate it. Questions like yours help to educate everybody. Um, I just got a, because of my genetics, I just got a heaviness about my personality. Um, so don't be mm-hmm. offended. I appreciate your question. 
Now listen, you used two words together. You said E-I-M-E-I-J. Those are two different things, beloved. Two different okay, things. Okay, that was my second question. I-J can be affected. E-I-J can affect, I'm sorry, E-I-M-E can affect I-J. But I-J and E-I-M-E are not the same thing. In fact, I-J is viewed like a, like a power, like an Orisha, but not E-I-M-E. E-I-M-E is more of okay. primordial. It's more uh, immortal. <clears throat> and your primordials, your immortals don't take on form necessarily. They're, they're the originators of the originator. Uh, Islam, for instance, says we don't paint God. We don't depict God. We don't create graven images of God. Who can define God? Who can define Iyami? So, no. But, but I like your question. Now, Orisha, perhaps. And, and again, Orisha that you haven't been introduced to, that's tricky. Or reading about Orisha and then dreaming it, I, I would equate that to... I'm reading about Brazil, and then I have a dream that I'm lost in the Amazon. Right. So is then, there a real um, So Go then ahead. my last question is just, um, so when I had the reading by you and you mentioned Ajay, so that was just more of the deed? That's, a, that's just more of the power that you were talking about? Ajay represents luck. And if I in dirty English, because IJ is just like blessing, just like prosperity, um, just like gifted. What does that mean exactly? And, and where do we draw the? Oh, this is the beginning of of prosperity, and this is, or this is the beginning of being blessed. Or so IJ is really much bigger. But when we try and translate it into into English, um, luck. So yes, Iyami can influence luck. Your great mothers can influence luck. My my grandma could pinch up my mother's mother, whose birthday was yesterday, and she rested in her room, could pinch a penny until Lincoln hollered. That's IJ. And and I now can invoke that power, can invoke that skill. That's IJ. And you might say, well, that Ajay was passed down through the Iyami that's present in your family, that's present in your lineage, that's present in your blood. So somebody with Ajay might be particularly gifted, might be particularly skilled, might be particularly blessed, if you will, in ways of which we usually associate with prosperity, being blessed. Things are always going well for. Now, in hoodoo, and here in the South, and New Orleans voodoo, we might say mojo. Help me get my mojo back. I dated this guy, and he's, you know, and, and I lost my mojo. I married this man and got pregnant and lost my mojo. So, So that might also help you to better understand what Ajay is and how Ajay shows up. But Iyami, 
the power of your mothers, your great mothers, can show up anywhere. You might say Holy Ghost. You might say Holy Spirit. You might say Iyami. Does that make sense? Uh, yes, that makes sense. Thank you. I appreciate you and your question. That was really, really beneficial to the show. It also gave me an opportunity to address um, what's commonly asked. Now, I'm still needing some clarity. Oh, well, you did get into clarity about your dreams. You want to document your dreams, beloved. Deja, document your dreams. If you're not writing them down, if you're not keeping a journal, you're losing it. You're losing the magic of it. You're losing the value of your dreams. And often, your dreams will not make sense until later. Sometimes months later, sometimes years before things begin to line up and make some order. For those who keep a regular journal, you even see your own journey in your journal. You see you you see yourself grow. You see yourself change. You go back and read something you wrote three years ago, and you might not even recognize it. You might swear you didn't write it. So journaling is critical, critical to understanding dreams. And for someone who's not initiated in Orisha or, or Loa, journaling is critical. Journaling is critical. Spirit language is unique to the individual. Unique to the individual. So you need clarity about what's being said. You need clarity about what symbolism is being used and how it shows up for you because Orisha is not going to show up in the dreams of someone who's not married to Orisha, not crowned Orisha, has not been officially involved, <laughs> introduced. Orisha's not going to show up in the same demonstration. It's not going to show up in the same way. But it's a very common question. It's a very common uh, area of, of entry. Come on, y'all. Give me your questions, your comments. Your rec- oh, Erico 661. Please forgive me, beloved. Erico 661. Who's calling and where are you calling from? Erico 661. What's your question, your comment, your request? Turn your computer down. It might be a delay, but your mic is open. Erico 661-772. Did you have a question, a comment, or request? Um, yeah, if you don't remember your dreams much, it's really important to keep a journal. It's probably even more important to keep a journal than ever if you don't. Uh, often remember your your dreams well. Your mind, as powerful as it is, is not a computer, and it's not going to be able to remember and piece all those parts together um, without you keeping some record, without you documenting um, what's happening and what's being said. Um, Sometimes, uh, Kiona, we have deja vu, and in that moment, uh, hoodoo occultism, you'll, you'll remember dreams, you remember visions that you had years ago. Um, 
and, and then they will make a whole new level of sense to you. They, they'll, they'll bring a whole new level of clarity. But keeping a, a, a documented journal is, is really useful. It's, it's really beneficial. So listen, y'all, I'm getting hungry. I'm about to move forward. I appreciate everyone who's called in and participated and offered your questions and your comments. I'm doing the, the course of the show. It's been another really great show. I appreciate being here with you and for you. Um, I've got some ancestral work and divination to address. We're, we're moving forward with the work. I'm truly grateful for those who are doing the work uh, individually and collectively here as a part of House of Divine Prince. Uh, I think I said in the last show that I'm opening up the new space um, in the coming days, in the next 14 days. Um, so please send your request by email. You just can't show up at the door. You just can't ring my bell and expect to, to get a timely seating with me. Please don't travel from other states and cities without having sent me an email request um, for your appointment and having established a clear and defined um, appointment with me. I am indeed here with you and for you. I'm grateful for the opportunity to share and share with you in this format. Oh, wow. That's a great dream, DP. Um, yes, hanging your herbs, your roots upside down, that's something that's been done uh, since antiquity. And indeed, you want the, the juice, the sap, the life, if you will, to stay in your plant as much as possible. Um, I have two-year-old lavender that's still sticky, that still carries its, its fragrance and its, and its residue. So that, that, that's great. That's absolutely great. And always confirm, just as the Bible says, test the spirit. Test the spirit. Test the spirit. Know where the spirit comes from. Know where the spirit originates. Know what the spirit is trying to bring you, teach you, offer you. Always test the spirit. Um, I appreciate your usage of the magical book. So remember the magical book says test the spirit. Always test the spirit. I appreciate you. I love you. I'm here for each and every one of you. I'm looking forward to assisting you in your work in your divination, in your ancestral journey, in all of your requests. And I look forward to connecting with you again here at High New U.S. Central Standard Time. Area code 661, um, your hand is raised. I tried to give you an opportunity. Your mic is open. I can actually hear you. But maybe you really didn't have a question or not. So I'll, I'll look forward to connecting with you again um, next time. All is truly and indeed a blessing. Asheol. A dash of cayenne to the root. Gonna put on my Greek grease suit. Boil a gumbo. Hot and steady. 
don't carry Freddy, really. Gone free at that old cemetery. Down on Claiborne, where she's buried. Build a fire on the bayou. When a black cat scratched at two Under a full moon that's blue Chant the magic words, Kufaru A dash of cayenne to the room Gonna put on my Greek grease suit Black top hat, black suit too, single rod that molds this through. I'm gonna get them bones out the graveyard for you. Can't see my eyes, black sheets too. A dash of cayenne to the roof. Gonna put on my green suit. Okay, there we go. I got the volume now. What were you going to say, Neil Fife, before? Oh, not too much. We got a great topic today. Uh, XMY chromosome is what I wanted to add in to, uh, to that. You're absolutely right. We're, we're in the womb. We're all female when we're birthed uh, is distinguished by either XX chromosome or an XY chromosome. Uh, but a lot of people don't necessarily attach the spiritual part and the science when it comes to um, that area. Uh, our DNA is all science. Even when we're talking about the uh, the, the experimenting, when, the, the experimentation of, of people when you go into the hospital, when you get a panel of tests done, that's an experiment, but we don't use that language mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. When, we're, when we're addressing the doctor. Or when, we're, when the doctor is addressing us, the doctor's not going to say, hey, we're going to run some experiments on you. No, no, no. no, 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 no we, we, we should push that out by the way. But when the doctor says, we're going to run some tests, it's softer language than we accept it. But it's still an experiment.
matters. And we live in a society, unfortunately, American, uh, whatever your ethnicity, where we, we like to play around with context. We like to play around with the content. And, and it has become a part of our media. It has become a part of our politics. It, it has become a part of the dynamics by which we process information. So we've got to be careful about, about proliferating these stories, about promoting, you know, these, these untruths, about promoting this stuff that further keeps us as a community disenfranchised, that, that further keeps us as a community disempowered. I appreciate that, beloved. Um, listen, I'm starving, like diabetic starving. So I've got to move forward and get me something to eat. Um, and I appreciate you. I appreciate everyone. And we'll do this again next yes. week. All is a blessing. Congo Square. The Omus Indians. The Omus Indians prepared this place for us. Centuries before our arrival, a sacred spot where corn festivals were celebrated, the almost Indians prepared this place for us. What is going on here? Centuries before our arrival, Congo Square, a sacred spot where corn festivals were celebrated, and as the colonizers came, our host, the almost Indians, they pushed aside our host. The colonizers came and pushed aside our host and introduced us in chains. And by the late 1700s, we somehow, recognizing the sacredness of Le Place de Congo, we Somehow, and the how of our somehow persuasive methodologies is not clear at this moment. The how is not clear. How our persuasive methodologies worked is not clear at this moment. But nevertheless, even as slaves, we crafted and created a space where we could be free to be we. And thusly, Thusly, we countered the sacrilegiousness of the French, giving great homage to our ancestors as well as giving praise and thanks to our red-blooded brothers and sisters. This is an oral libation toast to Congo Square, to Native Americans, to our ancestors who made a circle out of a square and gave us a way to stay ourselves, save ourselves from the transformatory ugliness of America, which refuses to recognize the spirituality of life which refuses to recognize the spirituality of life and celebrates death with crosses and crosses, double and triple crosses, the middle passage, the first cross, Christianity, the double cross, and capitalism, the ultimate triple coup de gras cross of our captivity. 
But the terror of crosses notwithstanding, we sang, we beat, we be, we was and is. Hail Congo Square. Congo, Congo Square. Our African gods have not been obliterated. They have merely retreated inside the beat of us. Inside the beat of us. Our African gods have not been obliterated. They have merely retreated, retreated inside the beat of us until we are ready to release them into a world that we recreate. A world harrowed by the beat. Be, beat, being, beating, being of black heart drums. Heart beat. Heart beat. Heart beat at this place. At this place. Be heart beat. Be we beating place in new world space. Beating, being in place in new world, preserving our ancient pace. Our dance is the God walk. Our music, the God talk. First thing we do, let's get together. Circle ourselves into community. No beginning, no end. Connected together and singing, ringing, Singing in a ring. Second, let's be original, aboriginal. Be what we were before we became what we are. Be bambula dance. Be bonza music. And sing song words which have no English translation. Third, let us remember. Let us remember never to forget. Even when we can't remember the specifics, we must retain the essentials. Let us remember never to forget. Even when we can't remember the specifics, we must retain the essentials. The bounce, the blood, flow, the feel, the spirit, grow, energy, must retain and pass on the essential us-ness that others want to dissipate, whip out of us. But no matter, no matter how much of us they prohibit, no matter how much of us they prohibit, Deep inside us is us. Deep inside us is us. Remains us inside and needs only the beat to set us free. The beat to free us. It is morning. A sun day. A feel. A feel. Without shade, but dark, dark with the people black of us in various, various, various shades, eclipsing 
the sun with our elegance. We are centuries later now, and still this sacred ground calls us to remember, to beat, to be. We are centuries later now, and still this sacred ground calls us to remember, to beat, to be, beat Congo Square, be Congo Square. Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.